Join me right now on Kumite Radio is Mike Rodriguez. He'll be fighting on UFC on Fox 31 versus Adam Milstead in Milwaukee. What's going on, Mike? What's happening? What's happening? Over the summer, I saw a picture of you holding what it looked like to be a rooster. What is the story behind that picture, man? (laughs) So my in-laws have uh have chickens and roosters and stuff and so i uh i just grabbed one and i was like oh let me just take a picture with it so but yeah that's pretty much the story of it (laughs) are you getting those free eggs yeah yeah of course i love them now let's go back to april you made your promotional debut at ufc 223 how was everything leading into the fight Everything was great. Everything was great. I um, I just was just focused on the wrestling aspect and everything. But hold on, sorry, I'm getting getting bombarded with kids right now. But yeah, I just was um, I didn't put I didn't have a, a lot of uh, condition that I needed for the fight, unfortunately. But um, yeah, other than that, it was it was. I just try to focus as much, try to stay focused as much as possible on the fight and uh, on the preparation, but that was pretty much it. Coming out of that fight with Devin Clark, how were you physically and mentally? Um, I was, it was good. I felt really good. I, uh, it was a learning lesson. You know what I mean? I, I learned my lesson from the fight. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It was it's I lost it uh I learned a lot about myself and uh he helped me out, you know, he he pushed me up to another level, you know. Yeah. I noticed that you made some changes in that time off. You added uh strength and conditioning coach Mike Perry, not the two percent Mike Perry, but uh the other Mike nah. Perry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. This Mike Perry, uh, he is like a no, well-known strength and conditioning coach. This man is a mad scientist. Like he, uh, just the things he do is just insane. You know, he like he has it down to a science for fighters. You know what I mean? And um, like he worked with Rob Font, Calvin Cater. Uh, Kyle Botniak, so many other guys in the local scene. Like, he's just, he's a madman. What type of things did he have you doing to improve your conditioning? Um, well, a lot of things what he wanted to do was that uh, he wanted to put on the muscle. Mm-hmm. He wanted to put on a lot of muscle on me. He's like, we need to get you a lot of muscle. We need you stronger. And he, um, in the cardio. And so... Throughout the whole summer, he pretty much just gave me, like, a baseline for cardio. And he just worked my cardio, worked my strength. Getting, no, excuse me, getting me to hit numbers every week. And uh, i just been progressing from there. I feel like the guy who I was that fought Devin Clark back in April will destroy, like, I'll destroy that person now. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, it was, it's, it's really good. It's been awesome. Uh, you added new management to your team. Why did you need to do this? Well, um, it was something that I, I like. I was thinking about it 
prior to the fight uh, because of how certain things were being handled. So I like I looked around, see who was out there, who was like locally, and um, I all I ever heard was nothing but great things about my manager now, Tyson, Tyson Charlie of uh, Top Game Management. He's just like. Just the way he is with his fighters, with the fighters, he's very like he like if I call him right now, he'll pick up. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to wait or anything. He's all like he's always there. And if I like ask him for something, like he'll be he'll be on it. There's no like, oh, I'll wait till, till tomorrow, I gotta take a nap. Like he always try to prioritize his fighters, which is which is awesome. So um that's why I like I sound with him. I like that about him. And um, yeah. It's, I've been going, only been up there. But when I signed with him, it was right after uh, the Devin Clark fight. And he was like, well, honestly, the first thing, I didn't even say anything to him. I was like, yo, you know, I want to sign with you or whatever. He was like, I'm more welcome to take you. He said, but I'll tell you something. The first thing I want to get it nip in the butt is I want to get you into SOS, which is with Mike Perry and everything. So he's the one that got me that connection with Mike Perry and everything. So, yeah almost seems like he was scoping you out before you actually went to him. Yeah. Yeah, he probably was. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was. <laughs> well, he was there at the fights with us because, uh, you know, we all train under the same umbrella. Me, uh, uh, Rob Font, Calvin Cater, all of us. We all train all in the same room. You know what I mean? So, yeah. In that time frame... What aspect of your skill set do you believe you have elevated the most? Elevated, uh, I would say, skill set wise. Yeah, I would say my grappling. Mm. I've been, uh, it's been more like, so, I guess before you would, uh, I guess my grappling IQ is the better term, is the better way to describe it, because I, I always was just like trying to grapple, like, okay, I don't like this position, let me just try to get out of there, and because. I was athletic and a little ex- and I'm explosive. Get out of certain positions, rusted. No, let's slow it down. Let's put. Let's see what happens when you get the underhook. Let's see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Grab the leg, etc. Like you know what I mean? I I just started to slow things down. Before I was always thinking about everything like a million miles per hour, and I just slowed things down. Just slowed things down. And uh, since I've been doing that, I just been improving on every aspect of my games. You know. And the stand-up and the wrestling and the striking, like, just everything. Everything's been they're just piling up, getting better, getting better, getting sharper. And it's just because I just had to mentally slow things down. You're a big dude. Who are you working with to get your grappling better? Because, you know, working with a smaller guy, it, it helps you, but it doesn't really help you that much. You need to feel the, the power and the strength, right? That is, no, that's true. That's true. But uh, the one thing I like about the small guys working with them is that they're fast. They're really fast, and they'll they'll do things that like you don't you don't see. Like uh, we have a guy at the gym, really short guy, Kenny Levitier. He is a leg lock fanatic. He's all on your legs, always laced up on your legs. You don't get that big guys. Big guys ain't gonna go down there because they know if you you know if you get if they get stopped then they don't get crushed. But he's so fast and so nimble that he just wraps around one of your legs, and it's it's just good to to work that part of your game you know what i mean so like i'll roll with him whenever i can and uh he just be all over the place i'm like all right it's like trying to catch it <laughs> it's like trying to catch sonic like he's just crazy so fast but um usually i work with uh greg rebello 
He's a big guy. He was on the Contender Series twice. He uh, CES heavyweight champion. Um, Fabio Shiraz. He fights for CES as well. Uh, Eric Bedard. He also fights for CES. Uh, those are those are like the main sparring guys that I usually have. My buddy Lorenzo Kane. He um, he does it. He's he doesn't um, he doesn't fight anymore. But he's just a gifted person. He's just gifted everywhere. Whether it's on the ground, whether it's stand up, dude's just talented. So he always those are the guys who are always pushing me in the gym, get me better. All right, let's move on to your next fight, UFC on Fox 31. You're facing Adam Milstead. Yes, what sir. do you know about your opponent other than he's moving down a weight class? Um, I know that he's he's uh he's he's a striker, he's a stand-up guy. Uh a little more of a more of a brawler, not not a tactician, I would say. Uh but he uh he's um yeah, he's he's gritty. Like, you know, he's in your face, he's he's trying to fight, he's always trying to get the bag out, you know, which is awesome. I, I like that. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. He's not he ain't afraid to throw. He's he throws heat, you know. You know, speaking of throwing heat, in your experience, does the power carry over when a fighter is going down a weight class, do you think? Um, I, I trained with some guys who were heavyweight, who came down and, uh, they did, they did pack a punch from coming down, but, uh, they're faster, a little faster, you know? So, but, uh, it also, it also depends on the person too, because I've also experienced guys who, who were cracking a heavyweight and who were just savages at a heavyweight and then they came down to a low to light heavyweight or lower class and they weren't as fast and as mobile you know they just they just they didn't have it anymore they just were like like just not that great or just like subpar you know but um yeah so i i don't know i think it all depends on the fighter depends on it all depends on the fighter Maybe it all, it maybe it might depend on how they're cutting the weight. You know, a lot of the guys they just lose the weight. Some guys do it properly using some science. It all depends, yeah. right? Yeah, no, that that also do. I will like the guys that I've trained with. They were it, they were all outside of camp, and they came from middleweight. I mean, they came from heavyweight to uh, two hundred five, and one of them actually came from heavyweight to uh, to eighty five, and they just they. They had the power still. Uh, well, one of them, one of them had the power still, but he didn't have the te- he didn't have the technique. Like he was like slow on the trigger, and I think that's because he was like training with heavier and slower guys, and he was the athletic guy in his division. So, and now when he came to a division where there's a lot of athletic guys, it was like, like he wasn't he didn't have it like that. And then uh, same thing with the kid who came down from heavyweight to middleweight. He had all the power, he had the strength, but he just, he lacked the speed, you know? And uh, so, yeah, I think it all depends on the fight. Milstead, you said, you know, he's a brawler, he's gritty, he's going to get in your face. Yeah. But it almost seems like that is a perfect fighter for you to face standing up and to knee in the face, you know, with your your past performances. Do you you think... 
this is a really good matchup for you? I, I do. I like this matchup a lot. I really do. Um, I feel like it, it does favor me a little bit due to our styles. Um, the fact that he's a brawler and that I'm just, I guess you'll say, tactician. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I think he does play, play into my style. What is the mentality going into your second appearance in the octagon? So my, my whole thing before, my whole thought process of fighting was just winning. I always like, how can I win? How can I win? And it, it's not about winning. There's a step before winning, and it's uh, execution executing your plan, executing your technique, executing your skills, like execution. You need the execution in order to win. So I uh, I just look back at not just my last loss to Clark, but I, look at, I looked at my other fights too and, and also my wins. And all like, again, it was all about winning. I didn't think about how to execute the win. That's right. As long as he stopped moving, I win. I don't know if that's like, I don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he's just, I started like looking into it, started reading or whatever. And like, yeah, I was winning the fights and everything, but also came back and bit me in the ass. So I'm like, all right, what, what, what do I do to completely secure the win? How do I do that? And the one thing I started like, paying attention to is just executing. So I started going to training and not necessarily think about winning the rules, winning the sparring, winning, like, you know, being on a bag, make sure, like, you know, I just try to execute the technique, whatever it is. If it's a triangle, execute the triangle. If it's like stand up rounds, execute the stand up rounds. Like, I just worry about the execution of things, of my plans, of what I want to do. And then I started finding tremendous success. Like, the success is unreal, you know? And so I just kept, kept just keep that mindset. I've been keeping that mindset since over the summer. Now it's coming out. Now this is the time to test that mindset, you know? The fight's here. I did all the training with the mindset. Now it's time to test it. And we're going to see some 15. Yeah, you, you mentioned right now your mental approach has changed. You added new management. You added strength and conditioning. At this level, at the highest level, do you need to have this to be successful? Before, you didn't really need it because you're just an up-and-comer, but now you're facing the best. Is that important for every fighter? Well, I, my thing was about what separated me from, like, the top echelon in the division and myself. I, that's one of the questions you asked. That I was asking that same thing. What is it that I'm doing that separates me? You know what I mean? And then after the Clark fight, what separated me from him alone, it was the skills. Like, I, like you know, I, granted, I lost the fight. But in the fight, I showed good takedown defense. I was able to stop some of his takedowns, you know? It's just that I didn't have the conditioning as much as he had it. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't push that. Actually, I was gas just tired you know and uh again shout out to him because he's the one that helped me build these building blocks that i'm building now but he like that loss 
Like, I just learned so much. I'm like, okay, this is what's separating me from him. He is in the gym lifting, doing conditioning. Like, you know, he's doing all of that. I mean, you see a dude's legs. Dude's legs look like fucking tree trunks. So I was like, okay. They, and that's when it struck on me. It's like, that's, that, that's, there it is right there. That's one piece of the puzzle, what has to be there. Then I started looking at uh, eating habits. Started paying attention more to my eating habits. You know, granted, it was the summer, going through the summertime, all these cookouts, Thanksgiving, <laughs> all this stuff. But, you know, I, um, you know, just try to clean up my diet. Try to clean up my diet as much as I can. Um, worrying about, like, sleeping patterns. Like, I know I need to get X amount of times in, like, um, X amount of hours of sleep and everything. And honestly, Mike Perry is the one that brought all this stuff to my, you know, brought this to my attention. He's like, dude, this is what's separating you from the top tier to mid tier. Like, this is what's separating you. You want to get top tier? This is how you do it. These are the things you got to do. You know? So, is this, it, I mean, it's still, I'm still working on these things. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, yo, I'm so, I'm, I'm a master at them. Nah, I'm still working on them. But, it's a never-ending battle. Like I'm just gonna continue to keep working on it. Yeah, man. Um, you're you're completely correct because even guys that are coming up, you know, they're like, oh, I don't want to. Even doing interviews, I think even doing interviews is helping a fighter, you know, mentally yeah. in the game. Because yeah. when you get to the top and you didn't do no interviews and you get to all that media later on, how are you gonna handle that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. So yeah, like doing the media. Changing your management, your management is like you just said. You could call him and get anything you want, anytime. He's gonna help yeah. you out. That is a big relief, I think, for a fighter coming up. Uh, and course. you can focus on your training. Of course. Yeah, and uh, all these little things are just are awesome. Yeah, but I know a lot of guys who don't like doing interviews. They just like they're like, oh no, I'm all set. I don't want to do it. And I'm like, what? Why? I don't know. I don't mind them. I like them. I like meeting you guys, the media and everything. I think it's awesome. Mike, thank you for your time, man. Thank you for having me.